Welcome to Rotten Potatoes with Bryce and Forrest. We're here ruining your favorite TV shows, movies, and video games. On this week's episode, we are ruining the sound of metal. Now, I know that came out last year. I think it was supposed to come out, but with the pandemic, they held it off. And then it still released, you know, back in December. So we're probably roughly about six months or so late. Um, but we ended up stumbling upon it and both thought it was really good. So we wanted to, because uh, we don't know, because that's why I feel like Amazon has such the shittiest time advertising for their movies. Yeah. and tv shows like i stumble upon them all the time right. like it's like why didn't i hear about this like why is no one talking about this right so i think this is perfect for us to do even though we're so late because i really think no one even knows it exists which is yeah. sad very sad yeah really really good movie like i yeah i was kind of blown away at how good it was and it's and it's so different from the norm and it's it's one that you like they had to have put so much thought into how it was done how they made it and how to deal with very quiet scenes well did you know that besides reuben lou and joe at the site they were all deaf like real life that makes sense they they brought in deaf actors and actresses which i mean why wouldn't you right exactly but like putting that into putting that much thought and effort into this movie which is, I mean, it's crazy. It absolutely was. Mm-hmm. I mean, really the only, I think Paul Rossi was, I think he's somebody, but like for our parents, like I don't think he's been in really any movies that I know, um, which familiar. is Joe. Yeah. Um, so I think like our parents might know him, but I really didn't. Mm-hmm. But um, Riz Ahmed, he, he's been in a lot. I mean, he's Star Wars. Um, he was in uh, Rogue One, yeah. Um, as but he wasn't a main actor in there. Um, he was in um, the Night of, which I know you haven't watched yet. That's an HBO special, but really wasn't all that crazy. I mean, it was an amazing TV show, but like, he's not in anything crazy. So the amount, like, they putting this much money into people that are no names, essentially, is just crazy and hoping to succeed. So that's I think that's amazing on Amazon's mm-hmm. part that um that they did all that um, yeah for sure because you know and and that's what i was i was wanting to call casey and i texted you too while we were watching it um that first part where they're like sitting there like trying to sling t-shirts and living out of the camper and and all that stuff i was thinking i was like i bet you casey is like yep that's real that really happens like this is yeah this is it and so i thought that was pretty funny because that's you know this, what he describes to us when he's on the road shooting for those bands and stuff. And I was like, Oh, this is, this is something that Casey'd be into. Um, the music, I was really kind of sad. Um, I thought it was going to be good music. <laughs> well, like, you don't really hear the music. Like you heard like one song they played and then he goes deaf in like the next scene. Like he, he goes deaf yeah. really quickly to where you're like, not actually sure what they were doing as far as music, you know? Yeah. And it just, I, I, I'm glad they got into it that fast because it made it more meaningful the whole movie of like what was happening and they got into more depth of what was going on and were able to yeah. go more over like what the deaf community goes through, I guess, you know, and how like going deaf affects you as a person and all kinds of stuff. 
Yeah, which I mean, before we before I dive into that, um, I did think it was funny that he gets up super early in the morning and like has his little veggie shakes and all that stuff, but then like across his chest is like something about killing himself and all that stuff, but yet he's like being healthy and like trying to prolong his body, but yet his tattoos. And then did you see what was on his arm? The underwear, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Tiny whities. I thought that was pretty great. Um, I want to know. I, I guess I wish I would have went back and like looked at all the tattoos and like, because I don't know. Every time I see a tattoo, I like to look at it to see like what it's all about. And literally, like it took me two scenes. I was like, "There's no way those are tiny whities." And then mm-hmm. <laughs> the sure shit. Yeah, I was like, "Wow, really?" They were. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I mean, he had like Lulu scribbled into his arm. He had some like crossed colts on his chest. And he had yeah, those are pretty cool. Um, But yeah, I mean, he was definitely like giving off like the the rock vibe, you know? Like I'm yeah tattoos. I'm a badass drummer. Like we're we're on the road all the time, going to different gigs, getting a tattoo where I can, kind of vibe, you know? Um, Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it didn't get to show much of like their actual touring, you know? But it it did show like a, a quick glimpse of like how their lives were you know and like it seemed like they had a really good life together and then yeah it may have not been glamorous or amazing by any standards but it was it was their life and they were really enjoying it and then all of a sudden it just fell apart on them which is yeah and that's terrible and that was sad because you know he later goes on that like he was four years sober from heroin and has been with her for four years so you know that they've they've ridden that ship together a lot and i think that actually for the small amount that they were together like it really portrayed their relationship very well mm-hmm. it made you sad yeah. especially because you know how he goes deaf he goes to the pharmacist which then you know takes him to the audiologist and and they go through that which i thought was kind of cool how like it was really loud noises in his headset he could like you were hearing as he mm-hmm. was hearing yep and then those scenes where it kept switching back and forth so you could understand that like he really was deaf mm-hmm. um and so it was you know sad that he was like trying to hide it from Lou because i think he thought that was the only reason why they were together was because of the band maybe um or he was scared not that necessarily like he only wanted it but he think that you know Lou would leave him if mm-hmm. if if she wasn't part of the band um and so when they go together and and um then his friend Hector finds him the the uh, rehab spot that's also catered to the deaf, which is, I mean, that's just really cool. I mean, that's, you know what I mean? Because you're all facing those challenges together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really curious because I know it's moving. They had to speed it up. But I really want to know, like, how long he was actually there. Because for him to be able to learn sign language and all that stuff right. pretty quickly, I mean, it was nuts. Had to at least been months, right? Right. You're not you're not going to learn sign language that fast, I wouldn't think. Because I've I've tried to learn some in the past, and it's it's not the easiest thing to do. Um, I think the first I've ever gotten is the alphabet. <laughs> right. It's 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 a whole different way of communicating, and it's it's doesn't give give it enough credit. And it probably should be something that we're teaching kids. Yeah. In like kindergarten on, right? Just so like you can communicate with everyone, and they can communicate with you. Like it just makes more sense. I know there's different there's different languages like ASL is the American one you know or and yeah. so it's tough that way but I still think it would be useful for everyone to just know a little bit you know just kind of like we take different languages in high school like Spanish and French and German and it's like I know enough Spanish to like 
ask somebody where I need to go or what to do, you know, but like, why, why can't we do that for people that are deaf too? I don't know. Right. Exactly. Because, you know, there's that language barrier between us that we're hoping that they can read lips and we have, when we're putting it on them to know how to read lips mm. instead of just being able to communicate and, and, and bridge that gap. Yeah. I totally understand where you're coming from on that one. And that's sucks. It really does. Um, but the fact that this movie, I mean, the, I feel like in, with this movie, they definitely hammered on it. I mean, they really like when he's on the slide and he takes that kid out that just can't focus to that beat dancer and they're sitting there and he's hitting the slide and hitting it with them. And mm. like, you can really feel that like they're feeling the sound, even though they can't hear the sound, they're feeling it. And I loved how they showed, like, it sounded like big old bass hits and then it pans off and it's just like little slaps on the slide that they're, um, that they're able to hear so well. And, and that kid's just sitting there just like, it's like a lullaby to him. Cause he was like falling asleep as he was laying there on the slide. Um, and I thought that was, that was crazy. You know what I mean? Cause they didn't need to include that. There's no reason to include that. Yeah. I and mean, it's kind of that moment for him of like figuring out that like, okay, I think I need to do this. Cause before that he was fighting it. You know, he was like, I don't need to do this. Like I can make it on my own. And then like, he would go into like, classes of like trying to learn sign language and like they would have to be like forcing him to like make his motions and yeah just wasn't about it and then i think that kid kind of got him to think i think i just have to do this and it's just gonna be tough but i'm just gonna have to jump in because the next scene right after yeah. that it's him like walking with the kids talking to them a little bit just kinda yeah which being the way he was I know we saw Lou for a little bit. We built that relationship with Lou, but man, was I just really wanting Ruben and Diane to get together. Really? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I felt it. Like I was like, I don't know. They kept giving each other the eyes and, and it was, uh, I don't know. I thought they were going to like have some kind of little affair or something back and forth. Cause they were, I didn't think that at all. <laughs> like, I did. <laughs> she had like, a couple of lines and then like she was just kind of in the background after that yeah but she was always sitting in awe of him if you notice like she was always around when he was helping out the kids and other stuff and like the way that she looked at him was like the way i look at donuts like it was i don't know i thought i, I, know, I saw I guess it. I I thought... get that vibe man but because i was like that's a whole storyline that that would have been so cool <laughs> especially you know once you get to the end that would have been an even cooler storyline like it's and all that shit it just shows more of like what is connected to Lou, right? He's like, he's not going to do that. He's yeah committed. And like before she left, she was like, you hurt yourself. I hurt myself. Like yeah, that's the kind of level sad. they were on of like, we're together through this. We're going to make it through this. Like you mean so much to me that you're going to get better. That's all there is to it. The writing was so, was so amazing. I mean, it was so, so good. Um, the fact that he's going to rehab and like, and like, that's how, you know, he was talking in sign language. He was able to hear and understand. They actually got rid of the TV, which I thought that TV was such a cool idea. Like you never think about it that way, but, and then the phone call, when he calls the doctor's office, the phone had a translator on it. Uh, just all the weird things that I guess we take advantage of that, that, you know, there's a lot of people that don't have that ability. Uh, daily things that you don't think about, like how hard it is for someone to have to deal with something that's not, a simple task for them right like it's right it's made harder just by everybody else not having to deal with it like like a simple phone call yeah. has to be put into 
text for them to be able to talk to somebody. And I mean, not yeah. every deaf person is going to be able to talk to you either. So, right, phone calls right. are kind of hit and miss on that one, I think. But I, I think another important thing is like Joe being able to communicate in so many different ways while still being yeah. deaf and like still like having so much knowledge and like foresight into like what's gonna have to happen with this person you know and i mean that's a very unique situation to be in in a a rehab for people that have addictions that are also deaf right like it's a very very yeah. niche job you know yes. like it's you got to have all these different emotional like connections and be able to make relationships with these people and still have all the abilities to communicate and make sure everybody knows what's going on and it's just kind of crazy crazy character yeah and i mean he at first i didn't like him you know because i was like man he's just weird different really. but the more that he talked the more that i was like just i loved him and the fact that i was because i was mad at him like i was i think a little bit after this is when I started to like turn my ways on him, but I was so mad when like Ruben was like, you know what? I get up early in the morning. There's nothing to do because everyone's still asleep. I'm going to start working on the house. I'm going to start giving back to something that's coming around and helping me. And he goes out and finds Ruben. It's like, no, you're not doing that. You're going to go sit in a room all day. Well, not all day, but in the morning and ponder and, and, and think right. and, and, and just hit that moment of silence. Right. Um, which I was mad at. I was like, if he wants, if that's his way of coping, then let him do what he's doing. But then Joe did the right thing. <laughs> no, right. And it's, it's, it's rehab. It's him working on himself. Right. It's not about him paying his way to be there. It's about him getting better and actually doing the things that are going to make him better. You know, that's, if that's him sitting there writing until he can't think about anything else he needs to get out, you know, that makes sense. You know, which man, I, I thought I tell. had bad handwriting. <laughs> I, I mean, I think he was—he was really putting some emotion into it, right? He was. Yeah. He's really like getting the anger and like all the frustration about the things that have happened to him, you know. Even when he wrote Ruben, I thought right. that was pretty cool. It was very like graffiti style yeah. Ruben on that on that chalkboard, and <laughs> it's like I'm punk rock. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just, I think he did great. I think the actor did amazing as mm. playing as as Ruben. Um, and um and you see Jin not too often but i thought it was really funny because then i think he he does the tattooing on himself because then when he went to go Jin and, and sketched it out and <laughs> yeah. i don't like it that bold i want a little hair on it that's too much hair and then you see the tattoo later and it's like a shit ton of hair <laughs> god yeah i mean his tattoos weren't the greatest, right? But no, no, they were basement tattoos. They one hundred percent were. Um, and then you had a kind of the turning point. So, you know, he's doing all this. He's doing great. He's in rehab. He's in group. He's in teaching. He's in the whole nine yards. You know, figuring everything out. Um, and then the turning point, I guess, the climax, whatever you want to call it, is right when he first sells the board because he goes and sees that Lou's kind of doing the band on her own mm. um that's kind of I guess freaking him out like it's back to reality like he she moved on that's how I felt that she moved on yeah. without him right that's why she was yeah going. so like immediately he's like I gotta get my hearing back so I can be a part of it maybe you know I think that's kind of what his thought was 
and so he ends up selling everything right he sells the yeah. camper he sells his drums he sells all the music equipment the, the whole rv is completely stripped by the end of it he's sold everything which i thought was pretty sad that like he did that one last like rock session before he sold it yeah. um because i was really thinking like i was thinking because the way that they were interacting with like the music and all that stuff that he was going to be like a deaf drummer like it was going to be like a reality because he could hear you know the vibrations and he can hear the beats yeah. and he can go in but ended up taking a turn um which that part i was like i wonder if he's like sending her money to like because at first i thought he was like sending her the board or like selling the board so she could buy something else and then obviously it clicked way later than it should have that he was doing it so he could buy the cochlear implants right. and around the same time joe had come to him and said you know like we could probably keep you around here working and doing this because everybody loves you here and like you're doing such a good job with the kids and part of the program you could really help some people here and then that's that's right before he sees the video of blue doing some stuff and yeah yeah it, it's it's this thing where he he gets this choice that he has to make you know and he and later on he comes back to joe and he's he ends up getting the surgery with the money that he made off all this stuff and by doing that he he made a choice of not being positive for the deaf community there and getting the cochlear implants and it's tough because like that was the saddest scene to me yes and because joe joe is like you tell joe like i feel like he was gonna cry real life right and he's like if you can't support the community here then you can't be a part of it and it's like by doing what you did you've made a choice and you can no longer be here and like joe started to cry and i was like man joe you're gonna make me cry like i'm not, god dang it like <laughs> i don't want him to leave because it's like you know as soon as he made that choice like it was a split second decision he's like i gotta do this like i have to get better and go out there and be there for lou and it's just and it's like obviously like staying there and being a part of that community would have been better for him as a whole right and you know that but like even joe says that like it's his it's his addict's instinct and like thought to like make that split second decision and do this because that's his only option, right? He has to do this in order to get better yeah. or to do the next thing. And he's like, that's, that's the problem. You know, that, that was tough to see. Yeah. And I don't know where he got all that money to be able to stay at a hotel for four weeks though. I mean, that was a <laughs> probably a pretty cheap hotel, you know? Yeah. I mean, it looked like the greatest, but he had no income at all. Right. So unless they're paying him to run the school and stuff, that was where he, Maybe saved up some money or had some extra. From the, the, all the selling the stuff, I would think, maybe, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, then he goes on and he gets it turned on. And I never once thought about this because I know friends that have cochlear implants. I never once thought that they literally can't hear the way we hear. That yeah, it's through. It was, it was really kind of eye-opening to hear that. And, obviously, it's probably not exactly the same as what somebody hears, but, like, it's probably very very close they probably tried to try to do a really good job of it you know and yeah it's really really different than what you would think yeah which i thought that part was sad i like i got real sad at that part because literally he did all this stuff spent all this money to not be able to hear as well as he thought he was going to hear right for something that he didn't even know what he was getting like he that's that whole other like 
addict's like decision. Like he he did yeah. it without thinking about it, and he just made the decision to get the next thing. You know, yeah. when he when they when she turns it on, it's just heartbreaking. Yeah, because you know he immediately thinks like this is not this is not what I paid for. This is not what I am. It's not who I am. It's not the sound that I remember. Being a musician is, you know, sound is everything. Sound is the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And if you can't hear the way you used to be able to hear, is not, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. and it just blows me away. Super um, and so then he, you know, he goes out in the street and he can hear different sounds. And I assume he goes and see Richard just because he's rich. I don't know. Like, that was such a weird, like, scene because Lou wasn't there. No, he he was just going to see Lou, and I think he got there when she wasn't there. And so wow. her dad lets him in because she ended up staying with her dad, I guess, because she had nowhere else to go, from what I could tell. So she went home. Um, but then her dad, Richard, lets him in and, like, feeds him some breakfast and says there's a party that night. Um, but, yeah, and it's just, it's just kind of – an awkward scene of her dad kind of saying thank you to him for keeping her safe, I guess, and keeping her staying with her. Which that part, that part was really sad. The fact that, you know, the mom and dad got a divorce and she went to the mom. So she's like, I got taken away. Mm -hmm. And then the mom kills herself and I got taken away again because I was blamed for it. I was like, damn. I was like, that's really like, that sucks. I don't even know this guy. And I was like feeling for him. And then, you know, the fact that Ruben was there to like kind of get her repaired and and let her come back home because she was ready. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like stuff like that, that happens to you. It's not just like, I I can't imagine having something like that happen in my life, you know? Right. That's just such a earth shattering thing to happen to somebody. Like it changes your whole world and the way you view it. You know, it's just not even, yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that's what's crazy. And then, then that's when you really first see the cochlear implant doing what he can't handle, um, being at the party, and it's just it's like blaring in his head, like it's not like he's like freaking out. It's just random pieces of noise, and his brain's trying to make sense of it all because it's just yeah. that's another thing that was kind of strange to me is I didn't know that cochlear implants were just somehow wired to figure out what noises are and not actually like receive the noises through your ears. It's like your brain figuring out what it is somehow. Yeah. Just, I had no idea. Yeah. Which I wasn't a hundred percent sure like how accurate it is, but like I have no knowledge of cochlear implants. Yeah. Like I know people that wear them, but all that stuff was kind of just absolutely crazy and just, yeah, just, it's definitely a changer. It really is. I think I follow some family on TikTok and like that's their kid like has cochlear implants and like they explain like how when it dies, like it's literally like gone to the world, like when the cochlear implant dies, it has to be recharged and all that stuff. Yeah. Just nuts. And I think that it sucks that like we don't know more about it because we're not probably doing as much justice to it as we could. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. But at the same time, like I'd rather talk about it and like, I think it's a, it's a, such a good movie just like, even have a place for it for someone to say hey like all these deaf actors got to be here 
and be a yeah. part of this and like that's that's great on its own and i think i probably should just deep dive and figure out a little more about it just to be more knowledgeable you know just personally because i feel yeah. i feel bad for not doing it now and i think i should right like we should i feel like i should know at least half of what was going on in that show and i for moving i had no idea i mean like mm-hmm. I knew what cochlear implants were. I've seen right. people wear them, but I don't know literally anything yeah. about them at all. Mm-hmm. So, um, very weird, very different, very odd. Yeah. Um, Towards the end, though, like he's there with Lou and they're talking about, I guess, the future and what they're going to do. Like, it's not a, lot of, not a lot of dialogue going on, it's more of just uh, coming to terms with what's happening. And at some point, Ruben's like, it's okay. And that kind of broke me, you know, it was like, mm. it's like, you can, you can move on without me. It's like, I get it. It makes sense. He's going like, to go back to Diane. Oh God. <laughs> but like, it's, it's just such a heart wrenching scene. Cause he's like, he's like, it's okay. And that's like all he says. And she's like, what are you talking about? He's like, no, it's okay. You know? That's all he has to say because they both understand what's happening and it's just tough. It's It's sad. It really is. I mean, and then he goes out on the street corner and just hears the bells from the church. Here's the traffic. Here's all that stuff. And I think like it finally gets to him that like it's better to be silent than to be. And then he sits down, takes off the cochlear. And then that way that the, that did it where it just like literally cut the sound like that, like mm-hmm. the show. And he finally found God, I think in, in, in the way that Joe wanted him to find God. Cause that's what he said. Like right before he told him to leave that the reason why I sent you up there, did you ever find a quiet moment? Did you ever find a moment where you saw God? Mm-hmm. And that was like kind of his, the way yeah. he, I guess, handled rehab in a way. Right. And that's how I felt like when he sat down, took it out and just kind of sat there. Stared up yeah. the sky. Boom. There it was. He finally hit that moment that he was supposed to be hitting the entire time he was in rehab. Yeah. It's just, just quiet for a little bit and then it just cuts to black. Yeah. Like I was I was sad because I was like Ruben gave up everything. Everything. Yeah. He sold everything he owned. He got this thing done, the surgery, just to to have a chance at what his life was only to realize he didn't even want it and that wasn't going to be an option anymore and this is just who he is now and just realizing that's just what it is and like and he gave up like basically that whole community being a part of it and it's just which he might have gone back i mean maybe especially if he took that out and like that's what like i know there's a lot of people out there that can't afford cochlear implants but refuse to get them and like this kind of movie kind of shows why you know what i mean like why so many people refuse to get cochlear implants um just because they want i mean they have a community that they're a part of and they want to belong and they don't see themselves as a disability they see themselves as being human as they should i mean there's no reason they choose not to hear they choose not to hear i mean they you know what i mean they can live they can survive and that's all that matters so um really kind of shows like the reason why people do what they do um it was sad it really was like it really like it was such a strong 
powerful movie, I think, personally. Yeah, hit you the feels kind of movie, for sure. Yeah. So. I just, yeah, there's just, there's so much. I mean, there's just, I just loved it. I just, you know, at first, like, I saw it, and I, like, sent you, like, the thing, and I was like, why don't we look at this one? Mm-hmm. And then when I started watching, I was like, ah, I don't know if I'm going to like this. And then, like, it hooked me yeah and i just sat there and i was i was like literally was like why why couldn't this have been a tv show yeah i would have enjoyed watching more right. of this as, as soon as i saw the preview i was like nope watching this right away like i was like this is it like <laughs> we're doing this one for sure so yeah i mean it, it was really good it was well written it was done well like like i said earlier it's such a tough thing to like deal with so much silence in a movie and deal with like right all this other stuff and like being able to like create something so great out of that is such amazing. It's great. Yeah, absolutely was. I think it was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that uh, wraps it up for this week. Yeah, tune in next time and we'll spoil something new. <laughs> <laughs>